Hello, this is Hunter Coleman. I'm a professional investor and registered financial advisor in Austin, Texas. On today's podcast, we are going to jump right in and talk about asset allocation. And we're going to talk about this at a very broad level. This subject can get very technical and as complex as you want it. So we're going to keep things simple and just cover the basics. Asset allocation involves dividing your investments among different assets, such as stocks, bonds, and cash. The asset allocation decision is a personal one. The allocation that works best for you changes at different times in your life, depending on how long you have to invest and your ability to tolerate risk. Here are some factors to consider. Time horizon. Your time horizon is the number of months, years, or decades you need to invest to achieve your financial goal. Investors with a longer time horizon may feel comfortable taking on riskier or more volatile investments. Those with a shorter time horizon may prefer to take on less risk. Risk tolerance. Risk tolerance is your ability and willingness to lose some or all of your original investment in exchange for potentially greater returns. So what is diversification? This is the first main question we need to address. The practice of spreading money among different investments to reduce risk is known as diversification. Diversification is a strategy that can be neatly summed up as Don't put all your eggs in one basket. One way to diversify is to allocate your investments among different kinds of assets. Historically, stocks, bonds, and cash have not moved up and down at the same time. Factors that may cause one asset class to perform poorly may improve returns for another asset class. People invest in various asset classes in the hope that if one is losing money, the others making up for the loss. You'll also be better diversified if you spread your investments within each asset class. That means holding a number of different stocks or bonds and investing in different industry sectors, such as consumer goods, healthcare, and technology. That way, if one sector is doing poorly, you may offset it with other holdings in sectors that are doing well. Some investors find it easier to diversify by owning mutual funds. A mutual fund is a company that pulls money from many investors and invests the money in stocks, bonds, and other financial products. Mutual funds make it easy for investors to own a small portion of many investments. A total stock market index fund, for example, owns stock in thousands of companies, providing a lot of diversification for one investment. A mutual fund won't necessarily provide diversification, though, especially if it focuses on only one industry sector. If you invest in narrowly focused mutual funds, you may need to invest in several to be diversified. As you add more investments to your portfolio, you'll likely pay additional fees and expenses, which will lower your investment returns. So you'll need to consider these costs when deciding the best way to diversify your portfolio. Another big question has to do with rebalancing. So what is rebalancing? Rebalancing is what investors do to bring their portfolio 
back to its original asset allocation mix. Rebalancing is needed because over time, some investments will grow faster than others. This may push your holdings out of alignment with your investment goals. By rebalancing, you will ensure that your portfolio does not overweight a particular asset category, and you'll return your portfolio to a comfortable level of risk. For example, you might start with 60% of your portfolio invested in stocks, but see that rise to 80% due to market gains. To reestablish your original asset allocation mix, you'll either need to sell some of your stocks or invest in other asset categories. There are three ways you can rebalance your portfolio. Number one, you can sell investments where your holdings are overweighted and use the proceeds to buy investments for underweighted asset categories. Number two, you can buy new investments for underweighted asset categories. Number three, if you are continuing to add to your investments, you can alter your contributions so that more goes to underweighted asset categories until your portfolio is back into balance. Before you rebalance your portfolio, you should consider whether the method of rebalancing you decide to use would entail transaction fees or tax consequences. Your financial professional or tax advisor can help you identify ways that you can minimize these potential costs. Some financial experts advise rebalancing at regular intervals, such as every 6 or 12 months. Others recommend rebalancing when your holdings of an asset class increase or decrease more than a certain preset percentage. In either case, Rebalancing tends to work best when done on a relatively infrequent basis. Shifting money away from an asset class when it's doing well in favor of an asset category that is doing poorly may not be easy, but it can be a wise move. By cutting back on current winners and adding more current losers, rebalancing forces you to buy low and sell high. So there is a very brief introduction to the concept of asset allocation. There are countless books written on this subject, so there is much more of what we just discussed. I hope you have enjoyed listening to this podcast. It's my first published podcast, and I'm hoping to make more. If you or anyone you know are interested in working with a financial advisor or would just like to explore more about how I work with my clients, I've included the link to my website in the caption. There's a contact option on the homepage. Hope to see you guys again soon. Thanks for listening.